Hey folks, John here. Life happened and we couldn't record this week's episode. So here's an SCP episode I've been working on since May. This is Research Assistant John Dunham recording SCP files because the D-Class who did it before me was terminated. Item number, SCP-023. Object class, Euclid. Special containment procedures, Strike. SCP-023 is to be contained in a standard 5 by 5 meter containment unit. End strike. SCP-023 is to be contained in a walled-off intersection of two corridors at site. Redacted. At all times, SCP-023's eye sockets are to be filled with spherical inserts made of hard rubber. Eye inserts must be replaced as they degrade. Degradation can be monitored by measuring the brightness of the burning effect as observed by security footage. Brightness greater than 12 candela requires that the inserts be replaced within 12 hours. Eye inserts are only to be replaced individually and only after the sun has completely set. Personnel are not to look directly into the eye sockets of SCP-023 at any time. Following Incident 023-27, all reflective surfaces, including displays, monitors, and eyewear of any sort, are not permitted within 30 meters of SCP-023's cell. This includes monitors linked to security cameras within its enclosure. Security personnel posted at checkpoints outside of both quarters will enforce and adhere to this measure. Experimentation involving SCP-023 has been suspended indefinitely. Description SCP-023 is a large, sexless, shaggy canine, 1.5 meters at the shoulder, with black fur. It has bright orange-red eyes and prominent teeth. End strike. See Incident Report 023-26. Anytime an individual makes eye contact with SCP-023, either that person or a member of their immediate family will die exactly one year after eye contact is broken. Research into the method of selection is incomplete due to moratorium on experiments, but the available data suggests that having a larger immediate family lessens the chance of the individual making eye contact themselves dying, and neither a pattern nor a preference in victim types has been found. This may indicate that SCP-023's victim is designated entirely at random, but it is unknown whether the selection occurs at the beginning or at the end of the one-year period. Attempts to terminate an individual who has made eye contact with SCP-023 in their entire immediate family before the one-year time period has ended. Data expunged. Autopsies of individuals killed by SCP-023's effects show that while outwardly appearing unharmed, their remains have been filled in with highly compacted ash, including, but not limited to, all organ systems in the circulatory system. Muscle tissue, bones, and brain tissue universally show signs of exposure to temperatures above redacted degrees Celsius. If not contained in a setting that at least superficially resembles a crossroads, SCP-023 will phase through walls to get to the nearest suitable location, incinerating all materials it passes through. SCP-023 was first brought to the Foundation's attention when it attacked a church in redacted while it was in session, killing redacted civilians directly and redacted as a result of eye contact. Following retrieval of SCP-023, Class B amnesiatics 
were administered to all witnesses and surviving victims. The incident was covered up as a case of arson. Addendum 023001. SCP-023 broke containment on Redacted by passing through its cell wall Incident 02301. SCP-023 was later discovered at the intersection of two corridors elsewhere on site Redacted. Agent noted SCP-023 similarity to a redacted special containment procedures for SCP-023 updated. Assistant researcher redacted issued a reprimand for negligence. Addendum 023002. SCP-023 has been responsible for the deaths of redacted personnel and redacted civilians since it was first brought into containment on 10-12 redacted 94. Addendum 023-003. Request for reclassification to Keter pending. Addendum 023-004. Due to both anomalies focusing on specific geographic spaces, their destructive capabilities, and canine appearance, it is possible that SCP-1111-1 may be a variant of the same phenomena observed in SCP-023 or vice versa. Investigation to the origin of both anomalies is ongoing. Due to the inability to capture SCP-1111-1 for study, investigations are currently focused on SCP-023. Included image. SCP-023 kept in temporary containment area during a containment breach by SCP- Redacted. Image consists of black dog in rounded hallway. Dog is looking at the camera. There is a crossroads. Incident report 023-026. SCP involved. SCP-023. Personnel involved. Doctor. Redacted. 5D class personnel. Date. Redacted. Location. Site. Redacted. Description. In an attempt to curtail the danger posed by SCP-023, Dr has approved the removal of both of 023's eyes and teeth. Immediately after both of its eyes were removed, SCP-023 breached security by vanishing completely. SCP-023 was reobtained on a stretch of interstate redacted at 4.37 p.m. and brought back to containment where D-class personnel finished pulling out its teeth. While the total number of civilians exposed to SCP-023 during this period is unknown, Death record monitoring has tied nine civilian deaths to this incident. Timestamps confirmed over the course of the next 48 hours that SCP-023 vanished only while the sun was visible in the sky from outside site. Redacted. Addendum 023-026-1. As of Redacted. Dr. Redacted. Has been suspended pending disciplinary review for contributing to, if not being directly responsible for, Incident 023-026. Dr. Redacted is now in charge of SCP-023. The increased difficulties in containment that have been incurred as a result of Dr. Redacted should serve to remind all personnel of the Foundation's purpose. Secure, contain, and protect. Research, experimentation, convenience, and even the safety of Foundation personnel are secondary concerns. We are not working to protect ourselves. O5 redacted. Addendum 023 026 2. 
a total of redacted bodies with time of death exactly one year after incident 023-26 have been identified as consistent with SCP-023 exposure. Incident 023-27 SCP involved, SCP-023. Personnel involved, Dr. Redacted. Data expunged. Date. Redacted. Location. Site. Redacted. Description. Timeline of events. Ten seconds after midnight, a pair of glass eyeballs are inserted into the eye sockets of SCP-023 by two D-class personnel. Fifteen seconds after midnight, glass eyes take on an orange-red glow similar to what SCP-023's real eyes looked like before removal. Three minutes and 13 seconds after midnight. Molten glass begins to run out of SCP-023's eye sockets. Five minutes and 54 seconds after midnight. Data expunged. Appear on all lenses, windows, mirrors, monitors, and glass surfaces at site. Redacted. Six minutes and 12 seconds after midnight. Evacuation of site. Redacted. Ordered. Six hours, 54 minutes, and seven seconds after midnight. Sun visible over horizon. D-Class personnel sent to check area around SCP-023's enclosure. Data expunged. Gone. Only trace of SCP-023 is a burnt section of floor around a puddle of colored glass. Personal log of Dr. Redacted. Date. Redacted. It is my fault. I have doomed my research team and possibly the rest of the facility. All that's left is to keep trying. We must contain SCP-023. Note, on Redacted, one year after Incident 023-27, Redacted, personnel were interred in an unmarked mass grave outside of sight, Redacted, end record. Didn't I hear a podcast about that recently? I think it was the Halloween episode of Cryptopedia. Anyhow, are they all dogs this week? Item number, SCP-1424. Object class, safe. Special containment procedures. SCP-1424 is to be placed in an airtight 2x2x2-meter cushion-lined containment pen. The area is to be monitored bi-weekly to confirm the subject's physical condition. Personnel are to equip gas masks when entering the area. The containment cell is to be filtered for gas daily. Description, SCP-1424 appears to be a juvenile dog of the Alaskan Malamute breed. A platinum chain choke collar around its neck reads, Patches, for my sweetheart. Behavior of SCP-1424 is typical of juvenile dogs. SCP-1424 has a body temperature that ranges between negative 23 to negative 18 degrees Celsius, and continually exudes substantial amounts of ammonia through its tongue and paws causing significant health risk to personnel exposed in an unventilated space for a long enough period of time. How this compound is produced from SCP-1424 is not yet known. SCP-1424 also displays a number of other physical abnormalities. Bullet point. SCP-1424 shows no vital signs. Bodily organs are intact, although non-functioning. Bullet point. SCP-1424 does not react to what would normally cause an organism physical pain. Bullet point. SCP-1424's body does not heal from injury. Bullet point. SCP-1424 has not been shown to respond to sound, 
light, or smell, although its motor and vocal abilities do not appear to be inhibited. Bullet point. SCP-1424's eyes do not appear to be functional, as it has been seen colliding with walls occasionally when moving around its containment pen. Bullet point. It cannot be ascertained whether or not SCP-1424 sleeps or is simply not moving. SCP-1424 moves around its containment pen in a predictable pattern each day, only deviating from this repeated behavior when interrupted. When placed into a different cell, SCP-1424 will simply repeat the pattern of movement that was exhibited on its first day in its new surroundings. Special precautions are to be taken when moving and testing SCP-1424 for preservation purposes. SCP-1424 was discovered at an animal shelter in Los Angeles, California, following multiple failed euthanasia attempts. Witnesses were administered amnetics, and the SCP was recovered without incident. Staff at the shelter report the owner being extremely distressed when delivering SCP-1424 to their facility, placing SCP-1424 on the counter and immediately leaving. No additional information on the previous owner was found. Autopsy Report 1424-A Special precautions were taken during extraction of the contents of the stomach and intestines to prevent unnecessary physical damage to SCP-1424. As expected, SCP-1424 did not react with the stress and showed no signs of inhibited movement or vocal ability after the procedure. Contents of stomach were identified to be a chewed but undigested steak, miscellaneous paper material, and one 2.41-carat diamond-encrusted ring set in 14-carat white gold. Included image. Husky puppy. Appears normal. End record. So what was it? Some kind of anniversary gift? Oh well. On to the next dog. Item number. SCP-1111. Object class. Euclid. Special containment procedures. A restricted zone has been established in a 2-kilometer radius around SCP-1111-2. A public statement was released declaring it to be a weather monitoring station. Cameras are suspended from weather balloons, constantly monitoring the enclosure. Individuals may not come within 1 kilometer of SCP-1111-2 without explicit written permission from a Level 4 researcher or higher. Should SCP-1111-1 move away from SCP-1111-2, all personnel are to evacuate the restricted zone until SCP-1111-1 returns to its position beneath SCP-1111-2. Description SCP-1111-1 is an entity with an appearance similar to that of commonly known as the domestic dog. The size of SCP-1111-1 varies with its distance from SCP-1111-2. Directly beneath it, SCP-1111-1 is approximately 150 centimeters from ground to shoulders. The exact breed of SCP-1111-1 is unclear. It appears to be a mix with traits of both a Labrador Retriever and a German Shepherd clearly visible. SCP-1111-1 possesses a white coat and red eyes, both of which grow at luminosities directly proportional to its proximity to SCP-1111-2. At distances greater than 500 meters from SCP-1111-2, 
SCP-1111-1 gradually becomes translucent. Additionally, SCP-1111-1 speed, strength, and agility all seem to be inversely proportional to the distance from SCP-1111-2. Attached image. Man hanged from tree. Image description. Image of SCP-1111-2 recovered from helmet-mounted camera of Redacted. Deceased. A dog tag is affixed to the faded red collar around SCP-1111-1's neck. The tag reads, Loyal. Left alone, SCP-1111-1 lies down beneath SCP-1111-2. It does not appear to sleep, or if it does, it is able to do so with its eyes completely open. It does not eat, drink, or breathe. Should SCP-1111-1 become aware of any purposes or object coming near SCP-1111-2, it'll quickly become hostile and attempt to destroy the intruder. SCP-1111-1 has significantly increased physical abilities above a standard canine. Video records show it running at speeds in excess of 60 kilometers per hour, jumping 6 meters into the air and biting through 15 millimeter titanium plating. SCP-1111-1 appears to be incorporeal, and as such, attempts to both neutralize it and examine SCP-1111-2 more closely have been met with failure. See Incident Log 1111-B for details. SCP-1111-2 has the appearance of a man hanged by a noose from a tree. The subject wears a faded business suit and dress shoes. Both are too worn to properly identify a manufacturer. SCP-1111-2 constantly jerks and twitches in a manner consistent with those of a man being hanged. Occasionally, gasps for breath can also be heard. The violence and energy of these jerks is directly proportional to SCP-1111-1's proximity to SCP-1111-2. As the distance between the two increases, the jerks and twitches decrease in violence and frequency. Incident Log 1111-B Date 5-2-19 Redacted A team of redacted agents were sent to attempt to neutralize SCP-1111-1 for transportation to a containment facility. The teams approached SCP-1111-2 from the north, opposite the direction SCP-1111-1 was facing. The agents were able to come within 300 meters of SCP-1111-2, at which point SCP-1111-1 rose and attacked agents without warning. Agent redacted, realizing that the mission had failed, began to flee the area. SCP-1111-1 pursued but decreased in size, definition, and speed as it grew further and further away from SCP-1111-2. When SCP-1111-1 reached a distance of 900 meters from SCP-1111-2, SCP-1111-2 was observed to stop moving entirely. At this point, SCP-1111-1 froze for a moment and turned its head towards SCP-1111-2. SCP-1111-1 stayed in this position for a few seconds before howling once and sprinting back towards SCP-1111-2. SCP-1111-2 was observed to resume jerking and twitching. Video records of the incident indicate that rounds fired at SCP-1111-1 passed through it without making contact despite the fact that its teeth and claws prove solid when attacking agents. Agent Redacted 
was the only one to survive the incident. O5 Redacted. From this point forward, only D-Class and remote-operated drones may be used to approach SCP-1111 directly. Date. 5-20-19 Redacted. Redacted. D-Class armed with Data expunged. Were sent to approach SCP-1111-2 from various directions. Incident proved similar to previous attempt. SCP-1111-1 proceeded to kill all D-Class present. During the incident, D-83011 was able to come within 50 meters of SCP-1111-2 before being killed. During this time, cameras noted an anomaly with SCP-1111-2. Its jerk slowed and its eyes opened and fixed on D-83011. SCP-1111-2's arms then raised towards D-83011 in what appeared to observers as a welcoming embrace. Moments before D-83011 was killed by SCP-1111-1, SCP-1111-2's lips can be seen moving, mouthing what appeared to be the words, No! Down, boy! Immediately after the death of D-83011, SCP-1111-2 fell limp and resumed normal twitching. O5 Redacted. It appears as though simply isolating SCP-1111-2 is enough to effectively contain SCP-1111-1. As such, all further testing is suspended, barring a significant development until further notice. End record. Wow, it's kind of like a fucked up Pachico. Man, how many of these do I have to read this time? Item number, SCP-1652. Object class. Strike. Safe. End strike. Euclid. See Incident Report 1652-1. Attached image, a dog in a field. An instance of SCP-1652-1 inside SCP-1652. Special Containment Procedures Due to the immobility of SCP-1652, a perimeter of 30 meters is to be secured around SCP-1652 under the guise of training grounds for military purposes. The perimeter of SCP-1652 is to be surrounded by a 3-meter barbed wire fence. Access to SCP-1652 is to be authorized by Level 4 personnel. Instances of 1652-1 are to be treated accordingly, then released. Description. SCP-1652 is a field near Dresden, Tennessee. Coordinates 36.281238-88.684582. SCP-1652 itself shows no immediate anomalous properties. During a period of four hours each day, gunshots and explosions can be heard within a 15-meter radius of 1652. The sounds have no discernible source and cannot be picked up by electronic devices. SCP-1652 is filled with Lalium perenne ryegrass that shows no anomalous properties. Cutting the grass at a length of 0.7 meters or lower will cease anomalous activity in that area. Grass removed and regrown outside of SCP-1652 shows no anomalous properties. SCP-1652-1 refers to a variety of wild dogs that live inside of SCP-1652. 
SCP-1652 refers to a variety of wild dogs that live inside SCP-1652. Any attempts to find instances of SCP-1652-1 has resulted in failure, unless anomalous properties have already taken effect. Instances of 1652-1 will appear as a number of dog breeds, and only larger breeds of dogs have been observed. After the four-hour cycle of gunshots and explosions in SCP-1652, instances of SCP-1652-1 will exit SCP-1652. Up to 12 instances of SCP-1652-1 have been observed during this time. Instances of SCP-1652-1 who leave SCP-1652 will show symptoms and wounds correlating to weapons used during World War I. Attached image. Bullet on white surface. Description. Bullet extracted from an instance of SCP-1652-1. Injuries on instances of SCP-1652-1 include Bullet point Bullet holes including ammunition Bullet point Lead poisoning Bullet point Respiratory inflammation caused by mustard gas exposure Bullet point A number of irritated blisters Bullet point Stab wounds correlating with bayonets Bullets found inside instances of SCP-1652-1 and show no signs of being shot at any recent time. Bullets recovered are consistent with ammunition commonly used during World War I. Instances of SCP-1652-1 show no biological anomalies and will wander around SCP-1652 until exsanguination occurs or treatment has been applied. Instances of 1652-1 who are treated for wounds will attempt to escape into SCP-1652. Autopsy of deceased instances of SCP-1652-1 show no differentiation from normal domesticated dogs. Instances of SCP-1652-1 appear to average around 6 years of age. After a period of two days outside of SCP-1652, an instance of SCP-1652-1 will begin to decompose, typically expiring after 15 to 21 hours. State of decay over three days is equivalent to redacted years of elapsed time. Decaying instances of SCP-1652-1 show extreme discomfort until provided with a chance to return to SCP-1652. Incident report. 1652-1 1652-1 At Redacted A man wearing a British pattern service dress uniform fled SCP-1652. This instance is to be referred to as SCP-1652-2. SCP-1652-2 carried a short magazine Lee Enfield Mark III along with a Webley revolver. SCP-1652-2 bore several injuries, including broken bones, gunshot wounds, and blisters. SCP-1652-2 was reluctant to give information, but revealed that he was deployed to redacted France. SCP-1652-2 began to deteriorate in health as he began to decompose at a rate redacted percent faster than instances of SCP-1652-1. SCP-1652-2 expired within Five hours of recovery. Attached image. Desiccated corpse. Description. SCP-1652-2. Redacted. Hours after recovery. End record.